Hey, Mira. Hey, Grayson. How are you doing today? You know what? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. Are you ready for another episode? I think so. I'm strapped in. Welcome to Just Trust the Process, where we analyze the latest episode of The Bachelorette so you don't have to. So exciting news today. Because hosting a podcast is a little too much work for Grace and I, we have <laughs> got someone else on the team. Exciting. Woo-hoo. So why don't we have our new team member, our new host, introduce herself. Hello, everyone. My name is Anna Guaracao, and I am also a graduate student here at Boston University studying journalism. I am 22 years old from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm. Um, And I've been a fan of The Bachelorette um, since my senior year of high school, so I guess I'm pretty recent, a recent fan. Um, I started with Rachel's season, um, her being the first black bachelorette, and I, ever since then, I have just been stuck. It really helps me de-stress from the week I'm having every week, and these past couple months have been great because we've had seasons back to back to back, so it's like something to look forward to every single week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes me, that makes my life seem very boring. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> so. It's not boring with Bachelor Nation. Is exactly. It? Yeah, exactly. Well, welcome to the team, Anna. Whoop, whoop. So let's dive right in. This past two episodes, we've had some drama, some gossip, and some hot takes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mira, how are you feeling? I mean, I started off the season being like, I don't know if this group is going to be that dramatic. I don't know if it's going to have the hot goss. (laughs) Oh, Lordy, was I wrong. (laughs) That Jamie man. Can we get a, let's get a temp check. What do we think? Yeah. Um, I'll start. What a butthead. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) literally so selfish. Mm. So in love with himself. I'm not really sure why he's on this show. Yeah. It was just so strange. His behavior was so strange. So let's unpack what happened. Yeah. So episode two, mm. Jamie approached Michelle with the information that there was rumors being spread around the house that she herself was already in a relationship with one of the other contestants before yeah. coming on the show. Yeah. And that people in the house were questioning her intentions. Yeah, exactly. And this was after they had a pretty nice one-on-one date. Mm, yeah. Where he shared, like, some pretty intimate things. Mm-hmm. So Michelle is freaking out yeah. at this point. And then this episode, Jamie gets called out by one of my personal favorite in the house, Nate. Can- Canadian Nate. Canadian Nate. Anna, how do you feel about Canadian Nate? I like him. I, I like him, and I like how he called him out. Mm. Right, because there wasn't actually speculation about this in the house. No. It was just Jamie speculating. Now, okay, let's unpack on another level. Why would why did Jamie do that? Because he's insecure. He's mm. very insecure. He was jealous of Joe. Mm. I mean, who wouldn't be jealous of Joe? I'm jealous of Joe. He, like, puts on this front that he's, like, the greatest of all time, and mm-hmm. he doesn't match up with any other of the contestants on this show. And he mentioned that to the producer, which was so strange yeah. for him to yeah. do, that he was like, 
I forget his exact words, but just totally like bashing the other contestants how they just they're not on the same um, yeah. level as him. Yeah, Jamie had this audacity to pull aside a producer. One, say that he's better than all the other guys. And two, that Michelle is seemingly like on spring break. What was that yeah. comment? Did yeah. not like that. What the heck? Even if she was on spring break, don't say like it like that at all. Right. It's just like, why are you even here? Did and he you? that comment reminded me a lot of the comment he made before his one-on-one with Michelle second episode. He was like... I need to figure out if Michelle is right for me because at any second I could just leave the country and go to a different country and travel and I just want her to be on the same page as me. Yeah. It's yeah. like, um, okay. Cricket, cricket, yeah. okay. He's definitely like, the viewers are going to like that yeah. one. Right. <laughs> I'm a traveling man. Like, nobody was watching this for you, sir. Yeah. No, right. no, no crazy and how cocky he was with the producer yeah like what Anna was saying earlier not a fan huge no. red flag yeah so how do we think about how Michelle dealt with it once she found out that it was all kind of hubbub oh my god I literally am in love with how she dealt with it mm-hmm. and she sent him home and then turned to the group and apologized mm. iconic I wanted to watch that on loop because you rarely see people in group situations handle situations right. Right. Yeah. Is it just me, or maybe I just handle? Or situations no, no, well. I agree. I agree though. <laughs> like especially even like on the fly though, it's yeah. hard to like adapt to a situation like that. Yes. Her her teacher was coming out. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah. felt like she yeah. was like that's talking so true. to a class yeah, and so schooling true. Jamie. But I think other than that, it was a really clean, seamless episode because we saw some real relationships blossoming. Yes. And we also saw a lot come out of Michelle. Mm. For instance, my favorite part of the episode, the poem. Yeah. What are our thoughts about the iconic poem? Well, I remember parts of the poem being used in promo Mm. for for some of the episodes, so I didn't Mm. realize what it was from. So when she actually started talking and saying the poem, I'm like, oh, I recognize this, but parts that they didn't use in the promos was the parts that she was talking about her blackness and her black identity and like her womanhood and yeah. I thought that that was so powerful yeah. and I thought it was very well done yeah I just love that that was the activity for that group Tate like it just really peeled another layer off of Michelle and also of the contestants and we really got to know their true selves. For instance, Jamie, like, I don't understand, like, what he was doing up there. Like, he didn't even follow <laughs> his the assignment. TED Talk, Jamie. His TED Talk. And, like, I forget who said it, but they were like, oh, it, it sounds like he's trying to, like, make us join a cult <laughs> or something. <laughs> I was cracking up, but it was just so wonderful with Rudy Francisco visiting, um, who's just an iconic spoken word mm. poet. Uh, that's a topic that's being talked about more and more on like this show that obviously is not about social justice issues yeah. at yeah. all. But it's it's refreshing to have that conversation be brought up. Absolutely. And I can't imagine how hard it is to have that conversation with most of Bachelor Nation. Yeah. Mm. Because that, I'm sure, at most times is not the audience that necessarily always wants to hear that. Mm-hmm. However, I think 
what happened in the last episode with specifically Michelle because the poem was beautiful, how she mm. opened up on the date was beautiful, how she's handled herself on social media as well. Mm. I mean, she's having these hard conversations. She's doing the brunt of the work. And Bachelor Nation's like, we are here. Yeah. And they're all like, we're here for Michelle. But yeah, we'll like take the roses and stuff. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. Speaking about that fantastic one-on-one, how do we feel about him? About Rodney oh, Appleman? Yes. I think he is Did I not know his the name was sweetest. Rodney? Yes. You're like, that I guy. Appleman. Why did he wear such an iconic suit on I the I mean, he, he knew that that was going to stay with him. I mean, mm. it has to. Right? So, so, Rodney, if you're listening, we're so sorry. <laughs> we'll know your name when you're in the final four because you just made it on the top of all of our lists. Right. Oh, he is, like, obviously so genuine. Like, he's I so feel like sweet. that comes off, yeah. like, so clearly that mm. he's a genuine guy. Yeah. Which I appreciate. He is oh. definitely my favorite. Oh, he's your fave. Whoa. Yeah. I just really loved him during that one-on-one, mm-hmm. and he's just so genuine, and he was okay with making a fool of himself, like, yeah. streaking around the hotel. And yeah. You're right. He was not consumed with his own, I don't know. He's not consumed with himself. Like, and, not a massive ego. Yeah. Like, someone else that we know. Right, yeah. and I think that's what she <laughs> really likes, because she herself is very goofy, and she's mm-hmm. down to earth, and she definitely does not need someone who is so, I'm not sure, like, how to say this, but, like, polished, or yeah, so yeah. obsessed with how they look, or how they act in front of mm-hmm. people. And it so opposes some of the other guys in the house, and I won't oh. drop names, but um, Doughboy? Doughboy and Lil Willie. <laughs> and Lil Willie. <laughs> so I saw something on Twitter last night. Um, Tell us. And, I mean, Doughboy obviously is crazy, but Lil Willie was kind of painted as, like, the person who was right mm. in, this, in the episode, right? But I saw on Twitter last night that Lil Willie was retweeting some things about how toxic masculinity mm-hmm. and the concept of toxic masculinity is kind of... Uh, like a constructed yeah. topic and a constructed thing. And I was like, mm, red flag. I saw this too. Like, he right? was like promoting misogynistic messages yeah. on his social media. So he's definitely not, I mean, in my opinion, going to last long with yeah. Michelle. Definitely not. Oh, for sure not. That whole drama, that whole dilemma, I personally think they were both at fault. Oh, I know. Do you want to explain what happened? Oh, I would, I would absolutely adore. So. Will and Doughboy, as I will call him, because what an iconic nickname. Right, I don't even know. Pizzapreneur. Pizzapreneur. (laughs) (laughs) So Will and Pizzapreneur kind of had at it in episode two. Then, proceeding to this episode, it just kept going, kept going, and then they had the one-on-one where they had to fight. Mm. And they kept pushing each other off the thing, and Will was really making Doughboy look not good. Yeah. Kept going on the mat, repeated, repeated. Then back at the actual date where the rose was on the table and the drama was high, Doughboy decides to throw Lil Willie's jacket in the pool. The jacket that he won from the comp- the fighting competition. Is that why that jacket was a big deal? <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> he started crying. Out. <laughs> You're like, it's just a jacket, bro. <laughs> Well, now I feel terrible. Well, now I feel terrible. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're like, get another one at the Gap. It'll be fine. It's like, it's not even that cute. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I was surprised that he didn't lash out. Um, mm-hmm. That Will didn't lash out after he did that. I thought it was nice of him to just swallow his pride in that moment. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But I think you're right. After those seeing those tweets, I don't think he'll go far. And Doughboy left. He yeah. was sent home last night. My next question for you guys, mm. what do we think the next two episodes will hold for us in Bachelor Nation? Ooh, well, the scenes from next episode showed some sneaky clips of one-on-ones. <laughs> the guy that looks like Lance Bass Whoa. looks like he's going to get a one-on-one. What's his name? Martin? I think so. Martin. That sounds Martin right. Martin looks like he's going to get a oh, one-on-one. that's who you think looks like Lance Bass. <laughs> yes. Okay. And who was I the other? It. I think Rick. It looked like Rick might have gotten one on one. So I'm looking forward to seeing those two relationships develop. Okay, Mir and Anna, who are your now top contenders? Let's go around. It's still Brandon for me. I mean, like yeah. oh, I think ever you. since like episode one and just like him in the apple suit and we know that's oh no, that's Rodney. Oh Rodney! Rodney. I'm like, <laughs> where did that Brandon from? There is a Brandon. You guys were like, like, whoa, oh, Brandon! <laughs> She's really going out on a limb. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to Brandon. <laughs> not, you are not my favorite. But Rodney. Rodney. Yes. I mean, he's just so down to earth. Mm. And um, I definitely think that he just matches Michelle's energy. My favorite, honestly, is either Brandon or Nate okay. at the moment. Yeah. Because um, Canadian Nate, obviously. Um, <laughs> he can do no wrong. And Brandon... <laughs> I think is very sweet and like pretty genuine as well. Mm-hmm. Hey, who's your top, Grayson? I'm gonna hit it with a um, a curveball. Ooh, Clayton. What? No personality, Big Clayton. Old fan of <laughs> Clayton has zero personality. Clayton, if you're listening to this, do not listen to Mira. <laughs> Her headphones are on too tight. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll support you. Thank you. In in supporting Clayton. And then my equally top choice is Nate. Mm. So let's wrap it up here. What should the viewers and listeners, if you're viewing this, that's real strange. (laughs) (laughs) What should the listeners get to expect for next episode? We'll be back in two episodes, hopefully with some new flourishing relationships and a dark horse maybe coming Mm. coming through the pack to steal michelle's heart yeah relationships intensifying the group getting smaller yeah more drama drama one can only hope (laughs) well i'm thrilled i'm absolutely thrilled anna mira i absolutely love you both and i'm so so jazzed for bachelor nation Heck yeah. We will see you all in two weeks with our next episode of Just Trust the Process. Bye. Bye. Bye.